Our lives were meant for better things. If you have ever felt alone, depressed, stressed out, or sense of defeat, this is the place for you. Welcome to the Project Growth Mastery Podcast. Your growth starts now. Welcome to the Project Growth Mastery Podcast. I am so incredibly excited right now because this is episode one, The Maiden Voyage. I just cannot tell you. If you're listening right now, that means that you've taken time out of your busy schedule to hear what I have to say, and I appreciate it so much. Um, The reason that I'm doing this is so that I can reach people out there that need to hear the message, need need to... understand what it's like that there are other people out there that are going through whatever they're going through. Maybe not exactly the same, but in similar ways. And we all need those people to be able to kind of grab onto and and say, hey, what do I do here? What do I do there? And so that's really why I created this podcast, so that I could get my voice out there. Not only that, but about five years ago, I made a huge change in my life. It was a turning point in my life. And This is my way of taking massive action. Like Tony Robbins says, take massive action. Anytime you want to do anything, just do it. Um, Now, obviously, you need to have a roadmap because if you don't have a roadmap, you don't know where you're going. And if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you uh, anywhere or in in most cases, nowhere. So this is my my attempt at uh, putting together something of a series of podcasts for you. I'm going to go over uh, what my life has looked like over the past five years, because every point, every everybody has a turning point, and I want to kind of give you guys a little bit of mine. I'm not going to go back, you know, when I'm 10 years old, and you know how my mom did this or my dad did that or any of that stuff. We'll get to those later. I've got I'm 46 years old. I've got decades of stories to get out there, but I really want to focus just on the last five years. About five years ago, I I made a decision, a huge decision, to break up my family. I had been married for 20 years. I divorced my wife because I wasn't happy. And it was was a huge, huge change for me and everyone else around me. Um, I never, never wanted to be that person. I never wanted to be a divorcee because when I grew up, I was taught that, you know, even though my parents didn't stay together, I still had a sense of if I'm going to get married to somebody, I want to stay with them forever. And it didn't end up that way. I went into a serious state of depression in my life, and I just didn't know what other way out there was except for divorcing and, and kind of starting my life all over again. I hit four years old, and I was like in this funk uh, where, you know, you hit 40, half your life is over and you think, oh my gosh, I don't want to spend the other half of my life doing exactly what I did before. So I decided to make that move. Now, I remember vividly driving to work, not every day, but I would drive to work and it's about an hour each way. And I would just start sobbing uncontrollably. And I didn't know why. I just knew that I wasn't happy. Something in my life had to change. And I figured for me, it was taking that step of divorce. Not an easy step by any means. Um, It was very difficult. I I had a hard time with it. 
um, you know, just getting, coming to grips with it because for, for years before that, I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep going. Um, you, you know, you kind of get into that mode where you think things are going to get better and that you're going to feel better. And I knew that that just wasn't going to happen. And so that's when I decided to do what I had done. Now, for me, after the divorce was over, I felt a sense of relief, but I didn't realize that everybody else around me was going to be in absolute hell. And so that, that took a lot out of me because I didn't want to put people through that. And it cost me dearly. It cost me my relationship with my five daughters. Yes, I have five daughters. And my extended family, my aunt wouldn't talk to me anymore. She got upset with me. Not all of my extended family, um, but some of them where I just don't talk to them anymore. My brothers, I don't talk to them very often anymore. And so it really took a toll on me. And I remember my brother called me up and he wanted to try and talk me out of doing what I was doing, um, going through the divorce or initiating the divorce. And I said, no, I said, this is where my heart is. My heart is not in that relationship. My heart is with my kids. Uh, my heart is with somebody else. And I didn't know who that was. So it was, it was a bit of, um, a stress, but also a relief on me. I wanted peace, but I ended up finding a lot of drama because, you know, when you go through a divorce, it's, it's a very trying time. You know, there's, there are so many people that don't want you to, to do it. Um, but you just know that in your heart of hearts, you, you feel like you have to. So, you know, after that process, a couple years later, I got married to an incredible woman. Uh, she really kind of helped inf influence me or was my inspiration for setting me on the path that I am on today. Because when I first met her and when we got married, I was looking for someone to kind of fill that hole, that, that, that gap, that, uh, that abyss, that just feeling of not being wanted or not being cared for. And I found out that I couldn't do that to her because she had her own problems. She had things that she was dealing with too. So I had to learn that I can't put all of my, all of my stress on her, all of, all of my needs on her because she had needs of her own. And I knew that I wasn't meeting those until about, um, about a year. So we've been married three years now, about a year ago, uh, I started reading and I started, you know, I, I started educating myself and trying to figure out when we got married, actually, before we got married, we were fighting daily and it was rough. It was really rough. We'd get into, I, I can't tell you how many times we broke up, even though we were living together, how many times we said we've had enough. And this went into our marriage too. And, and so it was, it was a, it was not an easy transition thinking, oh, I'm going to find somebody that's going to fill that hole or that divide that, uh, you know, that gap in my life. And then only to realize that I couldn't put that on someone else. So I had to try and figure out what I was doing wrong. I knew I had problems. I knew that I had emotional issues, but I didn't want to come to grips with them. I wanted to put them on someone else. And so I decided I was going to, I was going to start reading. And the way that I did that is through a mutual friend of ours. Um, I met with him and I talked to him and I was talking about my story and I let him know how much pain I was going through and 
how, how I needed to make a change in my life, but I didn't know how to do that. And so he said, well, reading, reading is the way that you try to figure yourself out. Self-development reading. The very first book that he put me on was called uh, The Surrender Project uh, by Robert Singer. This is an amazing book. If you do not have this book or if you have not read this book, it is something, it, it is, a, it's a magical transformation of a person that went through an intense amount of heartache, uh, but turned his life around because he just surrendered to what the, what the earth or, or what his God, what his maker had in mind for him. And so, um, I started reading that and it was awesome. I felt so good. And then I got to this point where it's like, okay, I need to read something else. And then I started reading like the five levels of leadership. Um, you know, the five, the, the, I think it was the three pillars of Zen. Um, you know, I started reading books about, uh, yoga and it just, it really started to kind of fill my heart. It helped me understand that my life is my life. And that I can't keep putting it on my wife to say, I need you to fulfill my emotional, uh, my emotional woes. Because she, if she's trying to fill mine all the time, she's not filling her own. And so um, he told me his story about how he had lost his wife to an illness and, and how he went into a state of depression for a very long time. It was something that... Um, that he had to pull himself out of. And, you know, the person that he talks about how he used to be and the person he is today, you'd never think that they were even the same person. You'd think that he was talking about someone completely different. And the way that he did that was he, he started reading. He started taking action in his life to say, okay, I need to be interdependent instead of, in, or in, instead of dependent upon my spouse. And that's what he did. And I knew reading and, and growing was what was going to, what it was going to take for me to change my view of life. I like what Tony Robbins says, change your state or change your story and you change your life. I got that from Dean Graziosi. I've heard Russell Brunson talk about it. I've heard very, very influential, powerful, uh, wealthy people talk about how you change your state or you change your story and you absolutely change your life. You're not reliving that story over and over again. You're not reliving that movie. You're not playing that movie in your head constantly. That old bad movie that um, that is is no good for you. It's it's full of despair. It's it's full of pity. It's full of um, anger and frustration and sadness. I just didn't want to do that. And so you know, um, now I have a whole new lease on life. And I've asked my wife many times, you know, over the past year, I said, have you seen me change? And her answer to me is, yes, I've seen you change. And then I'll ask her, well, hey, do you, you know, do, am I changing for the better? And, and she'll say, yes. She said, you, you've changed just who you are. You've changed how angry you get, how quickly uh, you get angry. And a lot of that goes back to, you know, when I was in the Marine Corps and, um, you know, my childhood and whatnot. And so I carried that for years. And I carried it into a 20-year marriage. And then I carried it into a two-year uh, relationship, marrying the woman that I'm in love with today. We are going on one year of marriage uh, next week, as a matter of fact, uh, on Thanksgiving Day of all days. And 
I knew I couldn't keep carrying that into a relationship. I needed to get rid of that. And so I did. And now people ask me uh, all the time, you know, if you knew back then when you were married to your, your wife of 20 years, if you knew back then what you know today, would you have made a, a you know, would you have made different decisions or would you, would you go back to that moment? And my answer is always no. And the reason for that is just thinking about the past, reliving the past, focusing on the past, all the decisions I've made have led me up to this point right here. And I say no, because it could have been a totally different story. I could not even be as close to where I am today uh, if, if I had stayed in the past. Um, so I try not to focus on that too much. I certainly use it as an opportunity to say, okay, I'm not going to make those same mistakes again. But um, if I focus on that, it will, it will consume me and I'll never know what I can do or what I will do in the future. Everything that has happened for me is for a reason. And I say for me because, um, because I feel like the grace of God has provided me this opportunity. You know, for others, it's chance or circumstance or the universe, maybe even Mother Nature. I do believe, and Tony Robbins has said this before, and I, I first heard him say it a year ago, um, and then just recently at, um, at his Unleash the Power Within, is that life happens for us, not to us. And that has stuck with me. And I, I fully, I, I full-heartedly believe in that. And it is just something that has changed my whole paradigm, my view on life. So back to where I started, I, I, had, I had hit a wall of depression and I knew I needed to get over it or my life was over. And so I was reading a book every week, anywhere from, you know, Surrender Project, Five Levels of Leadership, and then everything in between that. I was absorbing as much information as I could and I still do today. Uh, my goal was to reach 52 books a year, and I, I'm not even close to that. I'm about half of that. Uh, but still, uh, you know, last year is, is, is almost over. Well, this year is almost over. That, that full year, I know that I am a much better version of myself today than I was a year ago, than I was five years ago, than I was 10 years ago, than I have been my entire life. And I owe it to the events that have, in, that have happened in my life for me, not to me. Um, you know, I, could, I can feel, I can feel my transformation and it is an amazing feeling. And my wife can see it too. My kids can see it. We've had multiple conversations where, uh, you know, where, where they're able to come up to me and feel comfortable talking to me about certain things because I'm not an angry person anymore. I'm happy. I love. I love dearly. I love with all of my heart. And it has, ha has inspired me. All of this newfound knowledge has inspired me to be a better husband and a better father. It even inspired me to be more of a leader at my job, of which I'm not working at anymore, thankfully. But all those relationships that I created with those people um, are priceless because I know that I've influenced some people and I've helped them and I've helped them become better people. 
And that is what is my driving force. My driving force is being a better person for my wife, giving her that sense of stability, uh, knowing that everything is going to be okay, being a better father, giving my kids my attention. And when I say my kids, you know, this is, this is for a later story, but I don't just have five girls. I have six girls, three boys, a grandson and a granddaughter at 46 years old, nine kids, two grandkids. Now, not all of them are related by blood, but, uh, but they are still my kids and I love them. They are awesome. Each one of them is so very unique and different. And I know those are, you know, unique and different are synonymous of each other, but, um, I just appreciate them. I appreciate the challenges that they go through life and I appreciate who they are as people. And I've always wanted a big family. Well, I got one. So um, if we realize that there are different paths to success, if we realize that there are opportunities uh, that we can take advantage of, then we can go down that path. But if we, if we see an opportunity and we don't take it, that's an opportunity missed. And by opportunities, I mean things that help enrich our lives, help better our lives. Um, it, it's, it's something that, that I have ignored for a very, very long time. And when I think back on my life, I see where I had my opportunities and didn't take them. Um, and what I learned from all this was to pay attention to when those opportunities come and recognize their importance to self-growth. I want to thank you guys again for listening to this podcast because this is something that is very near and dear to my heart. Um, I love you guys. My heart to yours. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Talk to you again soon.